The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans. Here's your local racing authority, Sam Chapman, with this week's Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans, and this is the Sound of Speed on Peach Booster Radio, and I'm your host, Sam, here to recap a busy weekend of racing with Formula One in Malaysia, the NASCAR Camping World Trucks took to the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, and the NASCAR Xfinity and Spring Cup Series were in Dover, where four drivers were eliminated from championship contention in the Spring Cup Series. We'll get things rolling with Formula 1 in Malaysia with the running of the Malaysian Grand Prix. Mercedes would look like they were about to dominate yet another race, locking out the front row and qualifying, with Lewis Hamilton leading Nico Rosberg off of the starting line. Heading into turn 1, Sebastian Vettel and Rosberg would make contact, spinning Nico and damaging Vettel's Ferrari, ending Vettel's day, bringing out the safety car on lap 1. Lewis Hamilton would go on to lead until lap 43, when his engine would start showering the track in sparks, and his Mercedes began to spit fire when his power unit would let go. When the virtual safety car would be lifted, the race for the win would be on between Red Bull teammates Daniel Ricciardo and Max Verstappen, with Ricciardo able to fend off Verstappen in the remaining laps to get his first win of 2016, and the fourth of his career. Max Verstappen would hold on to second place, and Nico Rosberg would rebound from his lap one spin to round out the podium in third. The NASCAR Camping World Trucks would be at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway for the running of the DC Solar 350 in chase race number two. It would be a great night for Brad Keselowski Racing after a very slow start to the year. Non-chase driver Tyler Reddick and chaser Dan Daniel Hemrick would lead the field for most of the evening, leading a combined 108 out of 146 laps Saturday evening. Reddick would take the lead for the final time on lap 103, leading the remaining 43 laps en route to win number one of 2016. Here's what Tyler Reddick had to say after getting his first win in over a year. Everyone did a heck of a job um, all weekend long. This was uh, not an easy weekend. We, uh, like I said, Mark had a long drive, but uh, it was really cool to be able to come out here um, on Thursday night and spend a day out here. Friday afternoon just doing tech and then uh, do everything pretty much today. So it was really ni- it's really nice coming out here, and I really enjoy the, the atmosphere. Um, obviously, I'm only 20, so I don't get to enjoy it as much as Doug does or some of you guys do here. So, um, But it's still really cool. It's a, it's a great place to have a racetrack, and uh, obviously in the past uh, it wasn't one of my most favorite racetracks, but um, the guys did an outstanding job. The truck was great. We were able to get our way up there and, uh, you know, fight up front pretty much all day long. The NASCAR Xfinity Series would be in Dover, Delaware at the Dover International Speedway for the running of the Drive Sober 200 and Chase Race Number 2. The race was originally slated to run on Saturday afternoon, but persistent rain in the area forced NASCAR to postpone the race until Sunday morning, giving fans a rare doubleheader alongside the NASCAR Spring Cup Series Sunday afternoon. A number of Spring Cup Series drivers, including Kyle Busch and Austin Dillon, would relieve their seats of their Xfinity Series rides so they could be fresh and ready for the Spring Cup Series Chase Race later in the afternoon. This would leave the door open for Xfinity Series chasers to battle it out for the win, with Daniel Suarez going on to dominate the race, leading 123 laps, including the last 45, en route to his second win of 2016. Here's what Suarez had to say after getting his second series win. It really means a lot. Uh, it means a lot they, to, to get a win here in Dover. It's a place that, uh, that I really like a lot uh, since my K&N days uh, when I used to race here and, and and it was a lot of fun. My first time here, I was I was scared because it was very very fast. But uh, well, now I just enjoy this place a lot, and uh, 
And it's very good to, to have a win on this way, uh, performing the way that we did, uh, and to have plenty of speed. The 19 intercept batteries, uh, Toyota Camry was super strong today. I think uh, that's something really good for our team uh, to build good momentum, to build some confidence, and to move to, to the last uh, six, seven races of the, of the chase. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and um, you know, performing this, uh, on this way, I think it's going to, it's going to help uh, this team and the entire organization. The NASCAR Spring Cup Series would also be in Dover at the Dover International Speedway for the running of the Citizen Soldier 400 and Chase Race Number 3, the first elimination round of the chase. Rain in the area canceled qualifying, so starting positions were set based on owner points. Brad Keselowski and the Sound of Speed pre-race pick Martin Truex Jr. would lead the field down to the drop of the green flag Sunday afternoon. The first yellow would fly on lap 35 when chaser Kevin Harvick would have issues, shredding his right front tire to the point he would be forced behind the wall for repairs. Harvick didn't have to worry about elimination with his win in New Hampshire, locking him into the round of 12. Lap 106, rookie Ryan Blaney would lose a right front tire, sending his number 21 Ford Fusion hard into the outside wall, ending his day early after he would suffer heavy damage. Another chaser would have issues Sunday afternoon. Kyle Larson would lose a right front tire, sending him hard into the outside wall. Larson was able to stay out on track, but after repairs on pit road and a penalty for too many men over the wall, he would find himself four laps down before the end of the day. Larson's teammate and fellow chaser Jamie McMurray would also have issues losing an engine on lap 194, dumping oil on the track, and forcing NASCAR to throw the yellow flag. We would be caution-free in the latter half of the race, with the Sound of Speed pre-race picks, Jimmy Johnson and Martin Shrex Jr. battling back and forth for the lead, and even retired driver Jeff Gordon would lead the pack for six laps during a round of pit stops. With 26 laps to go, Martin Shrex Jr. would take the lead from Gordon and go unchallenged to score win number four of 2016 in his home state. Kyle Busch would come home in second, Chase Elliott third, Brad Keselowski and Matt Kenseth would round out the top five and over. Martin Truex Jr. led nearly half of the race Sunday afternoon in front of his home crowd. Here's what Truex had to say post-race. What an awesome weekend for us. I mean, uh, you know, we, I talked about it in here uh, the other day that this track has always been uh, special to me. It's always been near the top of my list. I love this place, and I've had a lot of heartbreaks since, you know, my first win here back in 07. I've had a lot of heartbreaks. I've led a lot of laps. I've been in position to win multiple times and and it never seemed to work out for multiple reasons so today i'm just thankful to uh to have a great team to um have been able to lead lap 400 and get back to victory lane at a track that's uh so special to me points following dover the chase field was shrunk by four following the checkered flag sunday kyle larson jamie mcmurray chris busher and tony stewart who is in his final year of competition were all eliminated sunday afternoon the chase grid points have been reset and all the drivers are starting on an even playing field heading into charlotte next saturday the round of 12 includes martin Truex jr kevin harvick kyle bush matt kenseth joey logano chase elliott brad keselowski denny hamlin carl edwards jimmy johnson and austin dillon join me saturday as i get you geared up for race number Number one in the round of 12 in Charlotte with the running of the Bank of America 500 for a race on NASCAR's home turf. I'll get you set up with everything you need to know and who to watch for just hours before the green flag is set to fly Saturday night for the final night race of 2016. Until then, you can head on over to the Sound of Speed's Facebook and Twitter pages to keep in touch and up to speed with all sorts of motorsports news throughout the week. 
Before I go, I'd like to thank Beach Booster Radio. Without them, the sound of speed wouldn't be possible. Head on over to beachboosterradio.ca to listen to some great music, shows, and keep in touch with everything with Sega Beach. Hit the podcast tab at the top of the page where you can find the latest edition of the sound of speed and all the other great shows Beach Booster Radio has to offer. Be sure to check out the blog where you can find the digital version of the Beach Booster publication, which is always great to read. You can also download the Beach Booster Radio app from the Google Play and Apple App Store for free and take Beach Booster Radio with you everywhere you go. That's about it for today. Don't forget to join me Saturday night to get set up for the Bank of America 500 with the final Saturday night race of the year and the first race in the round of 12. Until then, thanks for listening and have a great week, race fans. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.